In the internet justice system, people spout offenses that are clearly not heinous. As part of the Kick cast, the semi-dedicated streamers who investigate internet people are members of a YouTube channel known as Keeping It Criminal. This is their show. Hey everybody, welcome to On The Stand, the real episode 3 this time, we promise. Uh, and as per the usual, I am Kick, your host, and with me, my co-host, the wonderful Supreme Taco, Taco Josh. Hey everyone, how's it going? Yeah, we didn't trap our guest this time. He doesn't believe I'm a billionaire or anything like that. So yeah. he's actually want he actually wanted to be on the show. Yes, yes, he was a willing participant, uh, and still is, from what I can see, because he's still backstage and he's smiling and laughing at our jokes, so it works out. Um, so, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping, uh, just in case you didn't know, the on the stand. Uh, show is now a podcast. So if you're interested, check out uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, and just search for KickCast, K-I-C-C-A-S-T, and you'll be able to download our shows and listen to them on the go uh, rather than having to pull up YouTube. So you've got that option. We'll be posting this episode a little bit later this week. Um, and I believe that pretty much covers everything other than what we're here to do tonight. I want to introduce everybody to somebody who we all know, who we've seen before, um, somebody whose name precedes him, and that's Mark Stout. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, I did man. Not I Welcome. love every time I turn a corner, I'm laughing. <laughs> we are so glad to have you here. Um, and hi to everybody in the chat. Hello, all my members and everything. Uh, let me go ahead and get this banner going. Boom, we've got everybody there. So. Um, did we also mention that this is going to be on podcast too? Yes, I did. I mentioned it just a oh. little while ago. We will be uploading this to the podcast uh, a little bit later this week. Um, so. Everybody, this is Mark Stout. Uh, you may know him as Legalized Drugs. He uh, did auditing, cop watching. Um, he even had his own law services at one point, I believe. I'm Long Island Fraudit now. Yes, he is now Long Island Fraudit and making sure that Long Island Audit is uh, is kept on the up and up. So it's uh, it's definitely a breath of fresh air to see you turn uh, a bit of a corner. And if there's anything you want to let the folks know, please go ahead. Give yourself <clears throat> a little refreshing. intro. It's refreshing and it's enlightening. It feels good to be over here. Okay, good. it does. It, it's, uh, it's refreshing to be relieved of the disillusion. That's wonderful. Yeah. All right. So we always start with me because I'm a little bit easier on the questioning than uh, Kick is. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like you know growing up is uh i'm gonna call you marky mark and the funky bunch at least once i had to do it at least that's once fine. that's fine i <laughs> but, think uh, everybody like, has was, to do it at least once what do you want to grow up as After <clears throat> this, i'll call you mark, though. <laughs> you know I, that's the last question i expected on this channel but i'll tell you what the first time that i can remember ever wanting to be anything was a fireman and uh i was six or seven years old and there was a halloween uh event kind of like a haunted house or whatever at the fire station and so i told my dad i wanted to dress up as a firefighter so he helped me make the uh the air tanks out of like pepsi two liter pepsi bottles and 
you know, we made the uniform and out and everything like that, had the helmet and everything was homemade. And then we went to the event and they put me in the newspaper the next day because I, I had like this cool firefighter uh, uniform and everything. Right. But I think I think, you know, everybody wants to be the police officer, the cowboy. You know, I wanted to be all those things. I just wanted to be the world savior and to help people. I was kind of weird. I always wanted to be a professional wrestler. Like <laughs> I, I never got a wrestler. Yeah. I never got into it. I never got into wrestling and stuff because I, I, always, I knew it was acting. I knew it was acting. That's probably why. You know what? I still, I did, but I still wanted to be one. It was still entertaining though. Yeah. I, I had one of those wrestling dummies. Look, when you remember that you could you could buy the pillow the pillow wrestlers they kicked oh, yeah. I, I had a Hulk Hogan one. So did I. So did I. That's yeah, exactly it's pretty much like you get the Hulk Hogan one or the Ultimate Warrior one. Those yeah, are the and even if you Yeah, and even if you didn't like wrestling or watch wrestling, you had one, everybody knew what it was. Yeah. It, that I mean, everyone had one of those. I wanted I to think be they were uh, wrestling buddies or something like that. Yeah. I wanted to be a, a baseball player. And uh, that, it turns out I'm not good at sports. Mm. So, you know, uh, IT was my thing. <laughs> that was the other thing I wanted to be was a baseball player. I was big into uh, the Brewers. I got you. So, because I, I played soccer, I, I played organized soccer. Uh, that was the only organized sport that I've ever played. And I, so I was on a swim team. I'm sorry. I, did, I swam for three or four years when I was around tw- from, from 11 to 14 or something like that. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. So what made you get into auditing? I got to ask that. Chip on my shoulder, exercise of force against the police, out for revenge. Yeah. I think that's, that's... purely it. And and my the chip on my shoulder was really uh against, you know, law enforcement, police and the institution of law enforcement. I never ever once even thought of a city clerk or a postal employee as like the enemy or like even as people from the government even though i know the post they are but i never saw them as as like part of the problem until i got into auditing you know so i didn't go in there with uh just you know grouping everyone into you know this one demographic it was more of I wanted to get back at the police who I felt had ruined my life through the war on drugs. And right. I felt that the system had been used against me. So I took that time and educated myself. And I came out of that using the system against itself. Makes sense. And do you think that's but, how why a lot of others do it? Or is it a money thing? You know, I've questioned that because... The only way you can want to do this is if you've been adversely affected by the criminal justice system or been victimized by it somehow. But I look at a lot of these auditors, especially the older ones, and and they have not been through the system. It's almost like they do it out of a sense of privilege or entitlement. It's I don't think they do it for money, because if you if, if you look at the in my opinion, the ones that are the best ones, they don't make any money. Right. They don't they don't have a lot of fame or views or subs or anything. So I still ask myself that question. Why do some of them do it? I, I, I if I could sum it down into one. Aggravating factor, I would say it's attention. OK, I think it's the attention more than it's the money or anything else, 
because and I and I do think that a lot of these auditors have some of them have especially some of the more experienced ones they've been through the system but not they've been through the system for things like a victimizing people okay like stalking harassment assaulting people women children you you know the stuff that's out there right. i'm not even going to say the last one that's you know, right right we already know there's no character there's no character uh, amongst that community i mean trust me and the handful of uh, individuals that I'm exempting from that statement, they know who they are. Okay. Right. But I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about most of them. Right. And I'm telling you that from personal experience, from behind the scenes experience with all of them, almost there's probably not one auditor that you could point out that I don't have experience with that. I don't know them or have something on them. Right. To kind of expand a little bit on what you said there. Um, you know, I've always looked at it as a bit of a, a power trip. You know, uh, muggers don't do it necessarily for the money, but it's the control. Uh, yeah, that's so probably why I did it. Do you do you think that when you were doing it, when you really getting into uh, getting into it with a police officer, with a clerk, with somebody who appeared to be never your a enemy, clerk. never a clerk, but with a with a police officer yeah. or, or or a sergeant, um, did you feel like you had this this rush of power like you had this control almost over the situation no not yet i don't feel like that until i've won the case gotcha it, it, up until that point it's just it's it's all it's a toss-up and i don't take any moment for granted especially the that first moment the ride definitely no i i don't i don't do i don't feel a power i don't feel any rush or, or power because this isn't something you have to be calculated and strategic you if it if you make it about power then that means you're not thinking about what you're doing mm. you're just reacting everything that i did was planned and coordinated and and highly highly calculated i didn't just walk up to places and people with cameras or cops and with cameras you're uh that's very insightful i really appreciate that yeah. answer thank you you're welcome. That's why I don't have a lot of videos. I have my channel has probably the least content out of all the auditors because I don't just go out there. I, I cherry pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and do you think like with these new auditors, it's more like a clout thing? They saw yes, all these it's, old. Yep. It's, it's all. Listen. It is. It is. It is morphed into something that it's not even. It's not even what it was when I came into it. And again, I don't. I was a cop watcher, not an auditor. I did some auditing to prove some points, but. I took those videos down because I was wrong uh, and I don't want anything to bite me in the ass. So, <laughs> and I admitted I was wrong. Okay. and moved on. But even though I won, it still doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you can continue to do something if you know you're wrong. So, but uh, the way it's, it, look, they're out there auditing funerals. They're people, right. these guys are going into uh, child support service buildings. They're going into home. Like, come on, man. It's not auditing anymore. Right. Restaurants to restaurants. You're, you're 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 filming. You're targeting the public, private citizens and businesses. That's not the government. And the reason they do that is because they don't have what it takes to walk right up to the face of the person they have the problem with and say it, which is the cop. So they have to create a buffer, which is the 911 call. They get, they victimize someone else to get that person to call the police so that the auditor can remain in a defensive position because he's scared to actually go out there and go after the people that he thinks are doing him wrong. And if that's not the case and you are doing it to mess with people, then that's even worse. 
Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I'm seeing in the chat, someone mentioned they're starting to audit churches and stuff like that. That's, I mean, that, yes. That's I, crazy. That's, it's, it's, I hate it. I hate it. And guess what? I don't, I, when I came into auditing, I knew the stuff. They weren't doing that when I was doing, but they weren't, they were doing more than cop watching. And I stayed away from that part of it. And I didn't, right. I knew what I was coming into, but now it's gotten to the point, even though I didn't end up evolving into that it's gotten to the point where I, I don't feel like I even want to belong to anything that's even remotely associated with that element anymore. Right. Period. Because it's not activism. Right. Even, even the cop baiting and stuff to what I did, the cop watching that that's technically not even activism. If it is, but it, it, it is, is in mind, but it's always going to be in my mind because of the bias. But if you compare it to other activists and other active, other types of activism, it's kind of just, you know, um, it's kind of just, trying to exercise a show of force you know yeah during your audience do you ever have like a good good moment with cops like something that was like rather funny like during all your the audience? time all the time all the time and um i Did even put one really of those stand up out? well and well you know uh yeah I'll, I'll tell you uh one time i accidentally yeah there was a one cop right and here's the here's the thing watch this this is crazy we when we went out, me and my brother had went out cop watching, right? And we came across a church parking lot and it went, and we saw like a bunch of cop cars back there blacked out. So we pulled into the church, parked, went out, engaged. We had an encounter or whatever. The cops were, were totally like rolling their windows up on us, like eating food in front of us, like basically, you know, having fun. Like they didn't even care we were there. So I then at one point I accidentally hit one of the cop cars with my flashlight and a cop like jumped out, ran out like he was going to get me. And I was so scared. I was more scared. I, I was like, Oh God, I messed up. And, and he just, he like put his flashlight on it and he was, I'm just messing with you, man. And then when we left, you know, the cop, he, he pulled up next to us. He said, you know, that uh, there's a law, Virginia state law that says that after dark, you can't trespass on church property. Right. I said, yeah, right. And, and it turned out it was true. And I, I was like, holy shit, this guy didn't try to lock us up or threaten us with. He didn't do any of that. Right. Something and little did I know, here we are thinking we're the ones flexing on them. But they were flexing on us the whole time. Because we didn't know that was the law at the time. So, yeah, I have good experiences with them all the time. But um, and funny ones, too. I do have funny ones. And, and but you guys already know that that's not a lot of the audience and viewers for for frauding are they they're they're angry people and they don't want to they don't want to laugh they want to be mad so you can't post stuff like that yeah. they don't they want to see fighting or you know do do episodes like that kind of make it hard for you to like do some of the audits afterwards mm, like, mm -mm. No, no 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 not at all because um not at all because i always draw on my own experiences for cop watching I always, I can always have my own past as a reason okay. to pull from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. No, I understand it. Okay. So one of the big things that everyone always gave you a hard time about was the blankets, the blanket fort we always used <laughs> and, to call it. How did I that come, come to be? What's it kind of designed for? 
And now I see you got you know, oh, there was a music studio. Up and you guys, you guys, in, you motivate, you guys inspire. Guess what? I, I said, you know what? They're right. This time, you know what? I can only laugh at myself because guess what? My standards are higher than that. Come on, man. Get just do something better with yourself. I know you, I knew you were right. You all were right. And I laughed at myself like you guys laughed at me. Okay. I saw all the comments. <laughs> so I figured I stepped my game up. And especially when Schrodinger went and did that to my studio, I was like, oh, I was laughing. I was like, that's bad. When he went and did the whole recreation and stuff, I thought, oh, man, I've got to do something with this with this piece of thing, man. So I did. I fixed it up. And it was a music studio at first. Okay. All I, all I, I just needed some sound uh, blankets just to, to kind of knock the echo out. And then, yeah, yeah that was it. I, I had a mic in here and a computer. I stepped in here to, do, to, to lay down tracks, and that was it. I didn't, like, hang out in here. And now it's, I've got it hooked up in here. Sounds good. Uh, let's see here. Forget if I had. Any... Oh yeah. So with the old name being legalized drugs, I got asked, "Are you for all drugs being legalized or only some?" Oh, I'm, I'm for all being legalized, and and uh, I usually say legalized drugs starting with fentanyl, and I only say that for you know points of setting off the discussion. But I'm not going to say that here because. I don't want to trigger anybody or make anybody mad, but I say that because if we can start with the worst substances first and we can figure those out first, the rest will fall in line. All right. Yeah. We won't have to have a bunch of discussions if we can just go straight to, you know, the source of the stigma, which right now is, you know, the F word. I don't even know if I, if I can say it on YouTube anymore, but, um, who knows? Yeah, so I'm, I'm 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 with all of them and regulate all of them because you have to think about it like this: they're already legal. They're legal by way of every parking lot in front of, every neighborhood behind, and every vehicle next to, every park next to, every Seven Eleven and gas station. Okay, so you might as well. I'm not saying put fentanyl on, on the, but regulate it. And, but other things are already being sold like they're being sold in Seven Eleven. Because every time I've ever done a drug deal, it's been in the 7-Eleven parking lot or in somebody's house that lives behind the 7-Eleven or in some park next to it. So what's the difference? It's a good good point that you make there, uh, especially with the you know ready availability of illicit substances nowadays. I mean, I remember growing up in the 80s and seeing the commercials, you know, I was waiting for people to come to me and and offer me drugs and nobody ever did it was weird you know i never had yep. the experiences that they showed me on television but a good question came through the chat and i know that we're kind of skipping to another portion of the interview here but it, it fits with what where we're at when you say legalized do you mean decriminalized or completely legalized completely legalized and okay. i'm not saying that fentanyl should be sold it should be on a shelf but not as probably not a 7-Eleven shelf. Okay. It needs to be somewhere though where, you know, a clinic. All right. They need to have, just like, Hey, have pharmacies. Okay. Add fentanyl to the, to the freaking list. All right. Hmm. I can kind of understand where you're getting at in the sense that we're trying to remove the stigma from a lot of it, because a lot of the people that do drugs, uh, even, even the, I don't want to create such a differentiation because so many people fall victim to different drugs. Um, you know, a lot of people do them to help self-medicate from other problems. And so 
you know, this could be a pathway to getting people the help that they need. And that that's a really noble stance to take. Exactly. Um, I it's think. I think one of the biggest problems that we're going to see, though, is, you know, the granularity and nuance of what it's going to take to make that happen, you know. Um, and, of course, a lot of the population may not carry the same belief that you do. So it's it, it's definitely a tough battle to take. Uh, but I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'd also like to say, if, you, if we talk about in terms of fentanyl, it's actually already a legal drug. It's already regulated and sold. And, 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 and my, one of my best friends, he's like, he's a brother to me. His daughter, newborn was on fentanyl patches for first two years of her life after she beat cancer, you know, but for the first two years, she, they give it to babies. They give fentanyl to infants, people. Okay. And now I'm not advocating, hold up. Let me just stop there. I am not advocating for addiction. I'm not advocating for anybody to go do something or use something, but I'm advocating against the criminalization of it. That's it. I I think I get where you're coming from because one of the one of the biggest issues that we see in the criminal justice realm uh, is that people are being locked up for small amounts of of drugs, um, and unfortunately, the jails have gone from a place of uh, turning that leaf, if you will, to a college for criminals. Exactly. Um, and unfortunately, by locking people up for for having a small amount that they would use on their own, um, is just putting them in that kind of position. But yes. that really that really depends um, on the type of drug, and a lot of people are going to have their their deep thoughts about it. I mean, heroin, when used by some of these people that self-medicate is an awful drug. But when we think about what heroin really is and we look at morphine, morphine right. is given to people in the hospitals. And so how do we, ouch. Oh, sorry. I was going to scratch my eye. I just got my eyebrow pierced today and I, I bumped it. <laughs> I and well, it, and again. It, it used to be heroin given in the hospitals until morphine. They found out to derive morphine out of heroin and then replaced it. So that's only by default. We'd still right. have heroin in our hospitals this day if we didn't have morphine and fentanyl. No, and, and, and you're right about that. And it, it opens up so many new avenues for us as society to start embracing options for recovery and stop looking at people who habitually use drugs as criminals and start looking at them as sick people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it can be a noble cause. I think that I think that the delivery was lost on a lot of people in the chat. And so that's why I wanted to kind of dig into it a little further. And, so. and you know what? It, it wasn't and by fault of my own because, you know, I came in with that name and that channel purely to shock consciences. I just came in. I just wanted to make a big splash, make a big wave. Get a, I didn't have time to play around and, and build it and do this and that. Um, here's who I am. Here's what it is. I'm a shocking person. I do, you know, controversial things. I say and am a controversial person or whatever. So there it is. And and I and I left no explanation. I didn't go like explain that on my about section. All you see is legalized drugs and then a crazy person acting. You know, so I didn't do it any justice myself. I don't know. News now blanket fort would have been a great name. Oh Just come so. on. Oh, the news now's <laughs> hell no. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do any more news now stuff. <laughs> news now anything. I'm so done with it. News now anything, and and there's another popular one, popular one that they do. Uh, cop watch or after their name or cop block. Uh... No, 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 no. It's gonna come to me. 
Tyrant Hunter at the end of the oh, day? Oh, Tyrant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyrant. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So now you have NC Slayer. and NY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had one last funny. question <laughs> before you, before I kick it off to the kick. Uh, who are some of your inspirations that have affected your life positively? You know, everybody that I've ever had the opportunity to contact in my life has been a positive experience, even though what I went through might seem negative to some people. To me, all of it was positive because I wouldn't be who I was without uh, encountering those people. So I would say that, you know, I know they're not watching or whatever, but um, I would say to all like the OGs that raised me in the street and, and you know who you are. I appreciate everything. They've been my inspiration. All right. It's good to hear. Um, so before we get on uh, to some of the questions I've got, I just kind of I'm blown away by a lot of people in chat. When we first started off, um, you know, I don't know if you're watching the the comments as they come through, Mark. But uh, initially, uh, there's a comments option on the top right oh. there. Um, and, and, you know, initially when we started this off, a lot of folks were going, oh, man, here's Blanket Back Fort. Here. Here's here's legalized drugs. <laughs> now you know? I see the and, and, and people, you know, cartons. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's everybody's talking, you know, man, he's you know, if he's being honest and, you know, what's what's the what's the game. And uh, what I've watched as Taco There's has no talked game. with you is people are starting to acknowledge you know, the change. And, you know, I saw it in you before you came up here. I saw it through your videos, but just to kind of do a little housekeeping here. Um, Thea, thank you for upgrading your membership to Salty Sovsets. Uh, the rabbits say, ooh, woo, and love us kick. I do love your rabbits. They're wonderful. Oh, there's a lot wait. of channels going in here, man. Like yeah. channels. Uh, yeah. Unclean Hands is here. Script Cat. I see. Um, uh, I think Tones Over Thinks It was in here and uh, KFAR as well. Uh, Blue Bacon is probably uh, listening in the background. I know he's working on some other stuff. Oh, my gosh. That guy's hilarious. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, Crippled Cat is a new member. Thank you for joining us on Original Criminals. Oh, I, that news now. I, I saw that channel the other day. Oh, News Now Enemy? That's funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, great. Yeah. Love him. Um, so one of the things that... Uh, I got here from Jossa says for real, congratulations, Mark. I'm genuinely happy that you're turning a new leaf. Um, Thea, Thea Tama for two months as a member says, uh, can you tell him from me that this takes courage to do? Um, let's see. Uh, Abby Polan, let Mark know that I forgave him for being an auditor and I'm glad to see the new direction. I wish him many blessings. I want you to know that people see this change um, and they're very appreciative of, of what you're doing, what you're saying here. And I hope that you, you know, you really take a lot of this to heart that not only have your eyes opened, but a lot of the eyes of the people who watched you, uh, a lot of the people who watched you were, you know, they, they didn't like you. And I know that I said some pretty nasty things to you to get a rise, you know? Yeah, I know, and you're vicious. You're a freaking savage, bro. I... <laughs> you got me to respond to you, and I don't respond to people. I know, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> but it's, that's the thing, right, is a lot of what we've, what we've got deep down inside of us, um, we hide it. 
because we don't want somebody else to see us for who we are. We don't want somebody to see where where we've gone wrong. And and I see that as a trend in a lot of the auditors and sovereign citizens. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and use that as my lead in for the next questions. So now that you've moved on to Long Island Fraud It and you're turning over this new leaf, what do you plan on doing with the Legalized Drugs channel? I'm thinking about, you know, there's not really, I don't know. I really haven't given it much thought. I've run, I've run the idea by um, somebody close to me who's, you know, big into YouTube, knows that YouTube, whatever helps me. But um, I, I, I don't know if I ever did do anything, I would probably turn it back into a music channel again and then just rap about frauditors and make and then go do music videos that like pop up where frauditors are at and just make a music video right there in front of them and you know just blow the whole scene up it, it, something like that because i came in initially to make music that's why the name legalized drug you notice how that has nothing to do with auditing right right what is that it's because i initially came in to make music and and i was going to find a way to combine the two but then i realized wait these people don't even listen to rap music so then I, I didn't and then i started realizing that and i was like okay i ditched the music and i ha i already had my hooks in the other thing so i just went with it so i have to i have to tell you uh, since we're you know obviously being honest here i i cannot hold back what i've done to you um you oh, may not shit. remember what this, happened? but during oh. one of your live streams where you were calling out Schrodinger's cat, oh, I, uh, I joined your chat as Caspa the Mediocre, and I asked you to do a collaboration with me. And the reason why is there's this guy called what? Devon Bay, who is a Moorish national. He's, he's basically a black sovereign citizen, if you will. That was you? And I was going into his chat that, as legalized drugs spelled wrong telling him that i wanted to collaborate with him on a rap album and so oh, we were going to trick it. you both into making an album together um that's and funny bro. yeah it was <laughs> it's too funny you we... could have still done it you could have done it to this day and i would have wouldn't have thought any different of you because you're a real person so something like that can never take away from a real person it, you know if i fell for it i fell for it well we we told him you would have got, uh... got me I, I am not aware of any of this we we told him that he if he wanted to sue the Hyde Park PD he needed to call stout stout and stout <laughs> and uh gave him your email address um and he I don't think he ever reached out to you, but uh, that, you know, it was just it, it was the it was the prank wars at that time. You know, that's kind of how it felt. Um, <laughs> what the F? That's funny. Now, so, that, somebody went and ran off with that somewhere. Some, somewhere that plan is still going on with somebody and they're waiting on you to reenter the scene. I. I don't know if somebody else is still picking up on it, but it was a great joke that we had behind the scenes. Only a few of us were in on it. And <laughs> I, I just had to, I had to, I had to let you know, uh, unfortunately it didn't go through. We could have had the Devon Bay and legalized drugs, uh, you know, uh, collab <laughs> album that we were all looking for. Um, but Bro, you'd have had us on here with, with our cameras, our, our screens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Too much. so I know that Taco kind of Taco kind of touched on it earlier, but really, you know, why what really changed your heart? 
because I kind of noticed right after Schrodinger. Say, I'm glad right, you go ahead. Right after he passed, I you know, on this one. Okay. you you went and you made that great post. And I want to tell you that not only did I see it, but I made sure that everybody else saw it. I did a live stream where I talked about it. Um, I let his his um, widow know the kind words that you had to say. Um, and. I wanted to make sure that other people got to see it and, and real recognize real uh, on this one. You you did a fantastic job on that. And then I saw that it came from Long Island Fraud It, which Theotama pointed me out to, I believe. I want to give props to whoever posted it in my Discord. Um, and when I saw your work and I reached out to you, I really meant what I said, that, you know, it's inspiring. Your words mean so much to people. And I could feel the the true nature of you come through them um and so i i want to tell you now from man to man you know i appreciate what you had to say and you showed you showed some real humanity there during that um so you know back to the question of course what really made you turn that leaf because i started to realize that auditors were actually wrong Okay, and let me ex legally and let me explain why I didn't think that at first. Okay, now I never I never audited. Didn't come in audit. I was a cop watcher, this and that. But when I when I what what really attracted me to the the I, I thought I, th I said okay, I'm gonna enter this. I'm cop. I'm a cop watcher. I'm gonna come in as as cop watching, and then I'm gonna find out what they're over here doing with this auditing thing because. I knew the law, okay? Up, I've known the law for years. I've been the first time I got locked up, I was twelve years old. So for twenty-five years, all right. And I and since I was twenty, I've been actively re, uh, uh, um, practice. I mean, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Actively. Uh, I don't want to say practice, but yeah, researching law, mm -hmm. uh, studying, studying law, studying law. For, okay, so since I was twenty years old, I've been studying law. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I I knew what the rights. I knew what a limited public forum was. I knew the dip, the tradi I knew the difference between the three: traditional, expressly, limited. And then, I, so I'm like, what What is it that these guys know that I don't? And I was like, oh my gosh, they found a secret around limited public forums. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna get into this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bait these people into lawsuits, right? And I started to realize. I kept thinking, how is it that all these freaking auditors have this big secret and it's not out there and nobody knows? What is it that they, how do they keep getting away with doing something that I know from my own experience and research and study is not constitutional or legal? I know that government buildings, you can be trespassed from them. They're limited public forums and they don't need much of a reason to get rid of you either. Okay. I knew that. And I was like, how are they bossing on these, on these people? And I just kept looking and looking. And then I finally realized there is nothing. It's entirely disillusion. There is no, they don't know what a limited public forum is. That's what's wrong. It's not that they circumvented it or found a way. They don't even know what it is. So at that point, my, I kind of lost hopes because I thought I was going to come in there and learn something, folks. I, 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 and I, I know I sound stupid and crazy for saying that now. Okay. I, th at the time I thought I was going to be able to come in and learn something and then also share my knowledge and, 
maybe teach some others what I knew. But I noticed quickly that I was doing all of the teaching and none of the learning. And I was like, whoa, these guys don't know what they're doing. This is not legal. I, 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 you know, hey, look, when I know I'm wrong, if the law, if case laws, it's one thing to fight for something that you believe in. It's one thing to, you know, fight for a cause and to know whether case law is on your side or not. All right. You have to know the parameters within which to which to activate. Okay. But that was entirely missing here. Uh, I, I don't want to be on the wrong side of the law. I have no problem being an activist and I have no problem being a controversial and at times vitriolic one. But I have a problem with being a one that is breaking the law. So That's if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm not going to associate or take from that by associating with people who don't. And so at this point, to be honest, some of the other people have asked me, are you going to do this? And the other at this point, I'm kind of to the point where, you know, forget cop watching and frauding altogether. I don't even have any plans to even continue doing that. I just want to keep doing this. Like you said, the, the, the watchdog communities, right? I want the, you know, I forgot how you guys put it, but I, I want to do this. I don't want to even do that other stuff. This and then make a music about frauders. There you go. Um, and to everybody in the chat, everybody's asking for your channel. I posted a link in the channel in the chat. There's also a link to Mark's new channel, Long Island Fraud It, uh, which is in the description. So if you're interested in checking him out and how he pesters the hell out of this guy, I mean, I got to tell you, it is entertaining. It's it's like watching a news show. Oh, you're, man. thank you. Thank you're, you. You, the, that, that, your delivery that, wow. your delivery is straightforward um and you know it's it's i don't want to call it deadpan but it keeps the facts you're not getting emotionally driven by the content that you're bringing out i didn't what know you, there was a word for that deadpan thank you okay yeah you're you're very neutral uh, in your delivery. And that's, that's one of the things that's, that's fantastic about this, because when we look at auditors, it's very easy for a lot of us to get pretty emotionally upset and not even auditors, but you know, you look at sovereign citizens, um, think of, uh, last days of freedom. Whenever he goes out to audit, he's got his wife and his daughter with him. Um, you know, the abuse of that's their children being present for these that, things is unacceptable. Disturbing. It's disturbing. Even I have a son and you know what, I, I you know, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's never something that I would ever suggest or uh, recommend as a life choice or pat. You know, a lot of these guys, look, some of these auditors, they can make a, 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 a life decision out of it. You know why? Because they're older and they're experienced and they're they know what they're doing as far as, you know, they can eke a living out of it. But I, but it's because they've been through so much and I don't want anybody especially any youth to go through what you have to go through to want to be a frauder absolutely you know and, and taking it back to um what blue bacon says you know there are a few out there there they do some dumb stuff but they're clever they know there how it to, is you just know how to game the system they're um, clever, you know, yeah yeah anselmo yeah. um you know they're not uh, smart they're not bright they're just clever they're they, clever they, yeah yeah. They they know they know what to push in order to keep mm -hmm. themselves from getting arrested for That's a right. felony or something else. It's yeah. very manipulative. It's all mapped out, yeah. and they sit back. and I'm telling you, I've done it. They sit back and then they just plan and talk and calculate mm -hmm. every little thing. And you guys know, you guys have seen the secret videos that have been coming out lately, of the you know, 
and when that camera's off, they're still auditing. They're still frauding. Yeah. Um, the, you know, Tones overthinks it. Uh, that's the video that we had very recently where he had that uh, hot mic. Um, oh, yeah. On freaking media and Michigan Constitutional yep. Crusader and, and yep. uh, Broken System, Broken Trust, where they were pretty much just playing out everything we've already said yeah and can i say something about yeah, that, that go because for it, I, I want okay i want to talk about that specifically because they, they those three they engaged a narcotics detective all right so they, they basically they got the classic textbook encounter that you want that's that that is it they got that's the dream encounter right there and i don't think i've even seen a second a second close to that okay here's the problem that i have with it okay because in my what could have been in my mind maybe you know not too long ago a good cop watch here's where it all went wrong they didn't encounter the police they had to go pick on a private citizen who was sitting in his car in a gas station and circle his car like sharks around a seal all right. The man locked his door, rolled his windows up and they were yelling things at him. They were abusing the private citizen. That person called the cops. OK, so while I appreciate, you know, uh, how they got, I mean, what they did. I mean, I mean, I, while I appreciate what they exposed that cop, because let me tell you from personal experience, I've dealt with cops like that my entire life. And I could look in his eyes and tell he's. And I'm not trying to judge him or put that cops down, but he's up to no good. Now, that doesn't take anything away from the fact that the auditors are just as bad or even worse. In my opinion, they're worse because that cop doesn't go around messing with. Well, that's neither here nor there. But those auditors went and picked on and bullied a random citizen. To get to where they got. That's what I hate and I have a problem with. If you don't like the cops, go encounter them and then sue them. Mm -hmm. Why are you involving other people? Why are you picking on people? Again, it comes back to this. I told you about this earlier. They do that because they don't have, they don't want to go engage the police because they know, even me and my brother, we know and we've been through it. We've been punished. We've, we've, we've suffered the things that are scary. Okay. Now, they don't want to go through that because that's what's going to happen when you walk right up to a cop in his face. You're going to have issues like Omaha Cop Block. They don't want that. So they create the buff. That's why I actually respect Omaha Cop Block. Even though I don't agree, I respect him because that, look at how he does it, right? He he walks right up into their face and has an issue. These other guys are using civilians and citizens as a buffer between them and the police to kind of as a fire starter. And those are not willing participants. Civilians don't. It's disgusting. It's it's classic. It, to me, that's harassment. Okay, that's harassment. That's disorderly conduct. Mm -hmm. I got one question real quick. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with you used to be an auditor. What's the one thing that you would say to cops or to like a watchdog or someone that's trying to uh, maybe interfere with someone's audit that would get an auditor to like stop that audit. 
Is it just like the copyright I, music? Or... Where are you talking about uh, an audit like inside of a built a tree, like on a sidewalk or in a building? Uh, Either is one. It, uh, okay. Is it, you know, if it has to be something different for a building and uh, outside. Well, I would say in the, yeah, there's a the difference, but I would say because with the auditing where they go into these post offices and clerks offices and government buildings, listen, all you have to do is tell them to leave. That's it. I don't well, know that why. Always, that doesn't yeah. always work, unfortunately. I know, I know, and but that's all that you can really do. I, well, I see what yeah. you're saying. Oh, you're saying little tricks, like right? Oh, something yeah, that yeah, annoys yeah, yeah, them yeah, yeah. to get you know okay. something that screws them up to get them. You know. Um, I'll tell you what's worked on me. I shouldn't even say it. It's it. It doesn't work all the time, but it has worked. It's gotten me out of there, it, or it stopped my filming. And that is when they put that when they put the, the the bright ass spotlights on your face from the vehicles. <laughs> when they put all the spotlights on you, they all line their cars up and right, and they hit you with, and you can't see shit. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's blinding and you and it's you don't even want to be there but you can't pull off because then they, you'll let them know it worked so you sit there and you stare into it like a deer like it's not working <laughs> so stupid no, i don't I mean, get back down you can't back down yeah I'm but at that to... point oh go ahead go ahead yeah but at that see i don't do stuff like that anymore see even right. towards the end of my cop watching I don't just walk up with a camera. I always walk up and I say, pardon, even if it's a, a traffic stop, because I do a lot of, I, I chase a lot of drug stops and stuff. I'll say, listen, hey, I'm behind you. Could Do you mind if I film? And also, could you ask the person you're stopping, do they mind if I film? Most of the time, they're like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, fine. And then the cop asks the person and they're fine with it. And that's how it works. And so I never have to deal with the lights and stuff. I right. Now it's when I go up wanting to, wanting a problem. I go up aggressive, you know things like that i know what i'm doing right. then i get the lights but for it the most more, part if you're professional the cops will be professional with you mm -hmm. it was more if someone encountered uh a patty or you know someone like oh that. What, man listen they, i you know, the copyright I, avoid music at all costs avoid at all costs those are guys are serious serious professionals i would not even i would run okay and i would me now i would run from them I would run. I just not what <laughs> they've got it all figured out, and they don't. Here's the here's the issue with channels like that. They don't have any dignity. They don't care. They don't have a reputation that precedes them. Like thank you, kick for introducing me. You know, in such a, such terms, they don't have any of that. So they don't have anything to lose. So you can't tell somebody you're never gonna be able to stop somebody like that because that person doesn't have any 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 moral standards or principles. Yeah. No, that's now me, saying. all you have to do is have a conversation with me, and I may or may not back down. Be probably, but depending on the circumstances, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to kind of piggyback on one of the things you said earlier. You were talking about, you know, having some respect for Omaha. Um, you on, know, a one, very, on a very, on a very minimal level. I, yeah. No, I get that. To other auditors, is right? Right. No, I get that. I just wanted to make sure it was clarified because a lot of us here in the community. Um, you know, compared and, and, to other auditors, that's it. I'm saying that that's it. Compared yeah. to other auditors, I respect him more because at least he he doesn't fake around it like the rest of those scared asses do. Uh, and that's true. He doesn't fake his ire for the police. That's, exactly. That's he, he, he yeah. wears that on like a badge of courage. That's right. But one of the things that he that I struggle with with calling him, you know, and saying anything else positive is that I view him as a walking statistic. Um, yeah, he's, he's putting he's, himself in a position to 
get hurt and be martyred for the cause. Yes. And he he's doing it for the because uh, of the attention. And um I don't think it's really so much about money with him. I think it's about the attention because he 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 gets just enough money to to basically cover his costs and that's okay with him and that's fine if you if you're a, a content person that doesn't need everything in the world that's cool but at the same time you know uh he he uh he yeah he, he's taking risks that uh there's no risk reward ratio there's no risk reward ratio in what he's doing um to kind of switch gears here a little bit Take me through the thought process for when you choose to sue Schrodinger's cat. Well, okay. It was, uh, the video, it, oh man, that's such a, if you only knew how much time I spent on him, that guy got under my skin so much. I love Schrodinger's cat. I respect Schrodinger's cat, man, for real. I'll never forget that guy. And I, I don't, I did it because uh he got under my damn skin and i was just looking for a reason to do it so i'm gonna you know already already covered this and I, I he hit he touched on the heart of the issue like when one sentence on one show or video one time and he basically boiled it down to at the end of the day this is a toss-up case and he and, and i'm not gonna lie it was it was not something that i went and, and, and researched into or anything i just wanted to be able to say that I had something on him because he had everything on me at that time. So all I was doing was in my mind, defending myself. Okay. So, I mean, a lawsuit, you know, it seems, but it might be excessive, but to, what, to me, what he was doing at the time was excessive, but I appreciate what he's doing, what he did, you know, because I appreciate the, uh, what we did. I appreciate that. I like it. You know, we weren't mad and bitter. I'm sure me and both Schrodinger's cat were laughing amongst ourselves the entire time through it. Neither one of us really affected each other's life to a point where, you know, uh, we made each other bitter and miserable or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? So I never hated him at all, but I just needed something that I could, that I felt uh, could give me some leverage. And I saw, and he made that video and guess what? He admitted, he came out and admitted he made a mistake. He said, yes, I did attribute that to me. And he said, I made a mistake. And that was the end of it. You know, all that, that was it. That, that was pretty much it. I, I, I tried to get him on a, a defamation claim uh, because of the video. He posted a video and said that the person in the video was me, but it mm -hmm. wasn't. Oh, was now, that the guy jumping around on the courthouse? That was no, no, no. You? That was me. But oh, that he, was you. He posted a video of a guy in a post office. That's ah. what pissed me off. No, yeah. now that you triggered me, now that you got me, not <laughs> triggered me in a bad way, but triggered my memory. Yeah, that's what it was. That's kick. That's what did it. Because he made videos about me before I didn't sue. Mm -hmm. When he made me out to be a frauder, when he said, "Oh, this guy goes in post offices and clerk's office," that's when I messaged. I emailed him. I said, "Don't." Schrodinger, don't fucking make me out to be a fraud or don't call me a sovereign citizen. If you want to call me a, a cop baiter and cop hater, whatever, chip on your shoulder, fine. Do not tell these people that I went in the post office and stuff, bro. That affects my character and my reputation. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you, you're just the same as all the rest of them. So oh, that's what got to me because I don't go into post offices. And I know it might not seem to like the outside audience like oh what's the difference between that and cop watching well to me there's a big difference so 
I understand that, and and I appreciate it. I hear that a lot. And I love Schrodinger's cat. I love you, Schrodinger's cat, and I send my condolences and respects to your Schrodinger's cat's family. And I appreciate everything I went through with Schrodinger's cat, and I respect him. You want to know why? Because that dude is not scared of anybody or anything. He has more balls and heart than any other channel that's ever gone at me or any other auditor. And I'm not putting anybody down or taking anything away from anybody else. The dude is not afraid. Okay. He's fearless. That that means a lot. One of the things I was going to say was, um, you know, somebody made a mention, uh, Unchained America said, will he apologize to Mrs. Cat for giving them grievances over the lawsuit thing? Um, And I want to give you a minute to to tell her what you want to say. I hereby do apologize. I hereby do apologize. Uh, and guess what? I'm not going to be able to make up for it now, but I am going to be able to make up for it one day. And I am going to, and I promise you that. And thank you for hearing me and listening to me. You're a good man. Thank you very much for I that. Appreciate that. Um, so to go on to your current, uh, your current content. So when, when liar is done, when, when it's over with, let's say he gets arrested and he gets thrown into jail for felony nonsense, because that's what, you know, we will end up seeing happen to someone like him. What's, what's next for Long Island fraud it? Okay. Uh, so I'm working on a video now, as a matter of fact, um, about him. And so let's say he, if he gets locked up, okay, he's going to. I just made a note about this too. Let me go see something here. And while you do that, I'll just go through just a couple of quick things. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Miss Mandy seven, seven, seven for a dollar 99. Thank you very much. So proud and praying for your continued journey. Um, so again, more positivity heading your way. Anthony Vasquez says, uh, please tell Mark that I have respect for him and appreciate him doing this. The chat's going wild with people saying that you're, you're doing such great things Thank right you. now. That means um, a lot to me. Let's see. What was the other one that I see? Uh, Joshua Lee for $10. Thank you so much. Much respect, Mark. I applaud you for what you're doing and making the change. Proof positive that most people have good in them. Never give up. Also, woo kick. Thank you very much, Joshua. Um, and then AZ Jeep Girl for $10. Thank you so much. I'm super impressed with the comments about Schrodinger's cat. Um, Tread for $4.99. Thank you so much, Tread. Uh, takes a smart person to back up and take the other fork in the road. Uh, Daphne inspects $10 mark much love for the pride flag behind you. Thank you so much, Daphne. Um, trying to see if there's anything else here from Uh, a positive thing. There is one more, but before that, uh, there was a question about the whole pride thing. Uh, zebra, the bike frauder asked what's with the, what's with the flag ally or pride. Oh, I got that at a pride parade. Listen, I I must, and that's, one the other thing that separates me from frauditors listen i'm an advocate for all rights human rights uh gay rights black lives matter police rights government rights every all rights i'm for all of it you know understand so um i got that at a pride parade and i had a great time at that parade and so i hung it up there that's okay. awesome and Good. then uh there is one more super chat uh gina s for ten dollars the kicklet ice cream fund Yes, uh, that's all they need is more sugar. Um, And Will, welcome to the original criminals. Really appreciate that. 
Um, so few other questions I've got here. If you oh, are were we to, on to the question part? Oh, I still I still have some of my questions. Oh, I was just okay. going hey. through some of the positivity to share that and kind of keep things keep things on this on this. And if anybody else has place. a flag that they want to see back here, send it to me. I'll hang it up. Yes, most definitely. I'll hang you it can up. you a can get positive flag people. A positive yep. flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nothing silly. <laughs> you, know, you, know. <laughs> uh, you know what? If you if you got a flag that said blanket fort, I think he'd probably <laughs> hang it up too. Um, I definitely hang that one. I got the littlest kicklet coming in for a sugar-free candy. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, if you, seeing as you've kind of changed some things around, uh, how do you define auditing or cop watching uh, from this new perspective you have? Um. So auditing, there, I don't, I don't. There is no definition to it. It's trash. It's what we all think it is. It's frauding. Okay. Now, cop watching, right? Um, what was the question again? Um, how do you define auditing or cop watching now with your oh, changed perspective? Okay. I, I, de I define it as, uh, watching the cops and not, uh, engaging or encountering or triggering the cops. Okay. So now I am, yes, I, I will always agree with cop watching because I think everyone here agrees that we should all be able to film not just a police encounter, but any encounter we might find ourselves unfortuitously engaged in. All right. I think we all agree with that. So that's what I'm limiting my uh, definition or understanding of cop watching to, right? Mm -hmm. Filming when it's needed, when and where it's needed. That's it. If you're not doing it where and when, you're not doing it. And if that means you have to ride around the hood for 10 hours a night, and you don't see anything, you might see a bunch of police activity, but there's nothing going on wrong and you don't get any views. Oh, well, then you have to go home and go to sleep and do it the next night. Mm -hmm. That's to me now is what it is. Whereas before it was first cop I see going at him. Do you regret your past audits and cop watching? It has, it has to be about others. It's about others now, not about me. So to sum up your last question to me, yep. cop watching now is about doing it for other people as far as someone who needs a camera's presence there, not for you, me and my views and what I can do and say to the cops. But no, that's, that's fair. So do you find that you carry regrets about your past cop watching mm -hmm. efforts or? Nope. Nope. Because I know that the police have no regrets how they treated me. Okay. All right. Um, so and right now, oh, all yeah, cops are the average cop, all you narcotics detectives, you know who you are. <laughs> okay that's all i'm saying all right that's fair um so right now what efforts are you making to be educated on law um and here's the joke part of the question are you learning from rogue nation <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, rogue nation was one of the first channels that got me into this he was one of the first ones that i thought knew something that i didn't know and 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 he was one of the main ones. And while I don't have any personal issues with Rogue Nation, like, but at the end of the day, they're all wrong. Uh, so what'd you ask me again? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro. No, it's okay. Um, let's see. Let me refresh here. I think I got rid of my question. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Um, well, we can move on. I've got some. Oh, yeah. Rogue Nation. Uh, how are you learning um, 
How are you learning about oh, yeah, law now? Law. What's your approach okay. to learning law today? Um, I, I pretty much do it like any other attorney. I, I, uh, I don't want to give frauditors too much. Okay, so I have a, a, a you know, there's LexisNexis. You have Westlaw. Okay, mm -hmm. I use Google Scholar. Okay, I, I research case law. The first thing I do is go to the case law, um, go to the statutes. Um, I, I, I'm to the point now I, I, I know how to know the law, if that makes sense. I don't have to know the law. Best lawyers don't even know the law, but they know how to know the law. And they know what they know and what they don't know. So I know uh, enough. I, I know more than I need to know at this point as far as uh, I'll never say that not more than I need to know. But um, I, I, I do I use I legal research. I do legal research. I don't really see. I studied law when I was in prison. I did six years in prison. I don't know if you guys knew that, you know, yep. for drug trafficking and guns and stuff. But I, I did sit and I studied law the I, my first two years. My son's mother, God bless her. Right. She uh paid for me, paid for my schooling. She she. My first day in, I said, you know what, I've got to do something different. I wanted to go to school. So I started taking correspondence courses to get my paralegal diploma. That took me two years. So I got that. And then uh, I studied law for four years in prison. I became a law library clerk. I was a law library clerk for two years at two different facilities. And uh, I, sometimes I worked directly under attorneys. And uh, as a some as somewhat of a staff attorney, you could so in so many words say, but I'm not licensed to practice law. I'm not an attorney, but um, so I learned law there. Since then, it's really just been an application of it. So what you're looking at now is just the application of of what I know. I, I'm I'm not really I don't really study law anymore. Mm -hmm. so to speak i kind of already have everything at my finger i know i kind of know everything or know where to go find everything it's at my fingertips um so if that answers the question but i could okay. talk about law all day every day bro so i yeah. will sit here and ramble you you will have to shut me up <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm willing to bet I've, I've heard you i've heard you go go through quite a bit in the previous live streams um so i guess to kind of you know put it back pull it back to perspective um what are you supplementing your knowledge with? Are you reaching out to attorneys and asking them to help you better understand a concept <clears throat> as opposed to, you know, hey, I heard that corpus delecti means the whole body of evidence. Are you really sitting there and saying, OK, I have a case. This is what the corpus delecti is for this case, at least how I understand it. Can you help me, you know, can you help me clarify my understanding? Are you going in it, into it like that? Is, is that kind of what you're doing and leaning on people? Um, no, because I, I can, I know where to find things like that information. That's information I could easily find in my, in my law book that I wouldn't need an attorney for that. But I speak to attorneys, um, in attempts to relationship, most of the communicating with attorneys I have now is, is within, in the term, in context of litigating. Cause I still do have a lot of active cases over a dozen. I, I, I communicate frequently with prosecutors, defense counsel. So my engagements with them are pretty much limited to the litigation. But um, I do use those moments and opportunities to come across uh, to humanize myself and to build relationships. And, you know, I'm, I'm to the point, even with a U.S. Ass assistance attorney now where, uh, you know, we're kind of on a uh, like face to face basis. You understand? So but now it's all within the context of litigating and stuff. But. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that that could sum it up. OK, so a lot of your education essentially just comes from experience now. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot new... of what I do is I, 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 yeah. And I try to teach and share what I know. Um, 
And yeah, so my, my, my interactions with other attorneys are more based on letting them know who I am now as a person, kind of where my head is at, where do I want to go saying, Hey, I'm here. If you want to talk to me about anything in the future, I'm open. Yep. And that's, that's a great segue because I'm, I'm pretty much done with all my questions, but we have some questions from, uh, the, the fans. Those were some in, great in questions, the by the way, Thank this you. was not, I did not expect this interview to be this, um, to have this much uh, depth to it. I didn't know, <laughs> I, I, but I, but did, I require it. You understand? So I told you, I only answered the hard questions before we came on and, and you, uh, you delivered. Yeah, well, I'm glad that we can do that for that. you. I appreciate um, that. But we've well, got I, some from from the folks here in the chat. Uh, Taco, you had something? I had a bunch from the audience as well. Okay, let me let me kind of go through a few here, um, right. just to kind of segue and keep us on the topic we were at. Uh, you said that you were available to teach some people about things. Um, Church of POS asks, uh, Mark, have you offered to teach the police department how to handle frauditors and cop watchers if and when they show up? You that idea, you all uh, ever since coming over to this side, the enlightened side, you all have given me that idea. I am now going to do that I, because you all gave me that. I never thought about that before, but I am going to absolutely do that. I'm going to come up with some literature. I'm going to come up with a I don't want it to be so exhaustive that it just cops are like, oh, what's worth? It's not worth the fight. I I want it to be uh, I want to have something that's concise and that's uh, executable. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it, to all they really need is just a little bit of patience. They have the patience. They just have to know when and where to apply it because the, the law is already on their side. Listen, th make no mistake about it, folks. The frauditors are not right. They're just getting away with it. I'm mm -hmm. telling you. Right. I'm telling you. So, yeah, I do. I, I am going to do something like that. And I, I kind of wanted to start with post offices, like with like with the postal service. I was actually going to go talk to them about uh, how to uh, how to start clamping down on poster seven uh, without having to go and um, uh, repeal it. Right. Because mm -hmm. then you then you're going to then you really start something. But. You know, without having to repeal it, I want to teach them how to close these loopholes that all, that fraud that aren't even really there, but that frauditors have made people think are there through dogmatic expression through the however long frauditing's been alive. Um, kind of stepping outside of that, uh, Aaron Reese said that uh, you and I should probably do a series where we review frauditor footage and discuss uh, the misunderstandings. I think I'd that's love something... to. You do that, I'll be here. I, I, think... I want to do it. I think that's something that Taco and I can definitely uh, try to add to the schedule Please as things have started up. to get busy. But um, you know what? Stick around after the interview up. and we'll talk about communications and scheduling and see where we go. Um, right. Goosebump801 says, uh, how many auditors do you think there are in the United States, in your opinion? Thousands. Thousands. Almost probably at this point, tens, almost over 10,000. Okay. Um, their second question was, how did you change your mind? But we've already kind of covered that. So yeah. thank you, Goose, Goosebump801. Good question. I realized I was wrong. There's the end of it. There you go. Um, Dana Adams asks a really good question. Do you think that they're giving our enemies information when they audit military bases? Oh, come on. All of our foreign enemies have spies. They have... Of course not. We can go on Google Earth and, and look up that stuff. I mean, come on, the frauders use that line all the time. You know, mm -hmm. it's not about that. 
you know that that's why i don't if i were to be if i was like military coming out to address a fraud i would never say anything about the camera i would say it's your presence that's bothering us forget the camera it's you standing here staring at us just yep. looking at us um Mr. Shigura says, uh, what do you think about some auditors saying that police aren't even human? That's it. Listen, those are those are uh, catchphrases, buzzwords. Listen, those are re those aren't even phrases that the frauditor who you heard say that come up with. These are all things. These are generic frauditor scripts, even that so specific words that are pulled and cold out of just the frauditor dumpster. So even the person saying that doesn't even really believe it. They're saying it because they think that's what frauders are supposed to say and believe. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's what I'm, the point that I'm trying to make, how bad it's gotten. Some of these frauders, like Long Island Audit is the, the culmination. He's the frauder zombie. He's the first robo frauder zombie, generic frauder script stuck on replay. He's mm -hmm. like the first robot that, that, that doesn't even need to think for itself anymore. He's watched five years of frauding videos. And he prides himself on that. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, do you think that with the? I, I noticed that with your your channel, your new channel, and the change um, to this format against uh, Long Island Fraud. It. Um, do you attribute? Uh, Schrodinger's cat's passing or um, you know do you is there something particularly that you want to attribute do you think that maybe Schrodinger's cat was the reason for your big turnaround it definitely yeah he had a lot to do with it I'm not gonna lie he did he f it felt to me like uh, like what he was doing when he passed everything came into perspective and i started to and I, and I and it hit me like a brick wall that what he was doing was more right than what i thought i was doing before we were kind of both right in my mind but at that point i started to realize things because things came into perspective for me because when someone passes it's not fun anymore and you know you start to reevaluate you know what that person said or did and to see things differently and see it in a different light, because when someone passes, you know, uh, that person doesn't ha have the opportunity to, to explain themselves anymore. So sometimes you kind of have to give them the benefit of the doubt in your own mind, you know. So and I did that and he did. And, and I came to the conclusion that. You know, if there's anything worth dying for it's for something that you strongly believe in. And that's what he did, essentially, you know, well, I I'm. Definitely, I'm glad to hear not, that. Not for it, but he died yeah. doing something. That he doing you know? something positive for society. Yeah. Not making a change. Exactly, and and I noticed the difference between him and I. He he doesn't question himself when he goes to sleep. I know he doesn't. I know he has peace of mind because I, I I know I speak been speaking to men my entire life. I know, and I always had to. I'd go to bed and then I have to justify why what I did was why it's okay to be this way to people and to the world and to the police. Mm -hmm. And then I would have that. And then I, you know, he didn't have to do that. So that kind of right there, I had to think of reevaluate. Like, what am I doing with myself? Yeah. Um, 
I want to just throw it out there. Mo Army, thank you so much for that question. Um, I'm going to do one more taco, and then if you want to start picking some of these up. Sure. Uh, Script Cat asks with her six-month membership, uh, Kick, who and what is Stout, Stout, and Stout? And I'm going to add on to that, Mark. Um, is there still a Stout, Stout, and Stout? There was never a stout, stout, stout. Listen, that's a troll. Uh, that's a troll. That's a troll trademark. I put that on documents to scare people. Like, so um, and it works. It works. I put it on Long Island stuff all the time. And you guys know. You guys know lawyers and stuff. You know, it's all about. You know, you have to. There's some power presentation there. And when you see that, you know, down there on that page, it makes you think twice about what you're reading and who it came from. So, uh, it's not. A, it's not a business it's not even something i don't even have a website or a freaking it's nothing i don't have a channel for it. it's i literally came up with that and then i make i, I make it look all formal and stuff you know the way i type it but it's just a troll phrase to get people defense counsel and frauditors to talk about me instead of the case and it distracts from that and it's actually worked before and judges have had to say hey get back on track stop worrying about that guy yep so. i used to call you i'm a little teapot short and stout 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 i remember uh, that so. i remember that making fun of me like i was a little kid i remember bro you used yeah. to get under my skin too man you guys are savages freaking savages man i enjoyed it so much you have no idea how many smiles you put on my face when i knew i would when i got you to stop mid-sentence because i said something that really twisted the knife it was a, it was so satisfying in that moment um I said, you know, I remember one time you said something. I said, "Watch this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trick his ass and turn my comments off." Then what's he got to say? And then I forgot, like never did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Uh, Taco, you want to pick up on some? Sure. I don't remember what socks I socks I used on you. <laughs> I've changed what? the names on all of them since. Yeah. Oh yeah. I- <laughs> Uh, first, I'll do uh, read out the super chats that have been uh, put out real quick. Will f- with uh, two dollars Canadian, no no uh, message. Thank you, Will. Nina Gonzo for two dollars. I like that. We're on the aligned side. We are. Uh, that's that's a nice way to put it. Thank and you very much for the exactly. support. Yep. I feel it's refreshing. For- I feel relieved. Crippled cat for two dollars. I changed my way, so I believe others can too. Thank you, crippled cat. Thank you. A lot of people change their their lives uh, on a daily basis, and it's it's great to acknowledge that growth as an individual. Quick question, real quick. Tone over tone over things. He said, "Isn't it illegal in some states to impersonate law?" It it says stout 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 pro se litigation. It doesn't say stout 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 PC Esquire LLC. I make it look good. It doesn't, I don't, it's not a law firm. It's not presented as one. It just says, has the word litigation in it. That's fair. Cameo Stark for $2 says, well, now I'm crying so much love, Mark. Hey, uh, thank you so much love back to you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. 90s nostalgia nerd for five dollars i have all my legal matters handled by dewey chi and howl <laughs> Ooh, kick rocks 
Thank you, 90s Nostalgia Nerd. Really appreciate it. Oh, wait. What, Delete Laws isn't your lawyer? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Deacon. Uh, Tones overthinks it. Uh, Mentioned, uh, ironically, I think Shorner would would have been the first person to congratulate you, Mark, in what you've accomplished. That means a lot. That means a lot. I wish he would. I, I wish that I would have gotten his approval at some point. Uh, Hezukai, I'm probably butchering that name. What the hell? I'm not supposed to start to like this guy, but I am. Oh, I know who that is. He sent me an yeah. email. I'll get back to your email, bro. I promise I will respond. I've got your email in my inbox. I've been making fraudulent videos about LIA, so I got you, man. I will respond to your email. Juan Galt just gave you one of the biggest props that I think anyone can give. I'm going to delete my folder on him. I'm convinced. Good luck, Mark. You you have to understand, Juan Galt is a reformed sovereign citizen turned attorney. And what? He is... Oh, uh, I gotta check that out, man. He's great. He's um, actually supposed to be doing a live stream with uh, Artie's Corporate Fiction here very soon. What where, tonight? Uh, not tonight. Tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. And they'll be debating a uh, sovereign citizen or mm. or tax, you know, tax terrorist, if you will. Um, so take that as uh, one of the biggest compliments you could receive right now. That's uh, to hear that from Juan means a lot. Okay, you said that you're doing it tomorrow on whose channel? Artie's Corporate Fiction, A-R-T-Y apostrophe oh, yeah. S. I know yeah. who he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but definitely check that out. Um, All right. Hell yeah. Go ahead, Taco. All right. Julie the Bookworm said, what does Mark think of frauders like Earl David Warden and Josh Abrams? Unmentionable. Un- they're unmentionable. They're unspeakable. I wouldn't even speak or mention those names. Okay. Not even mentionable. Those they're not even I agree. They're you know. Yeah. Uh Joshua Lee uh asks what made Mark choose uh Long Island audits in particular? Oh man, I always go after the biggest dog in the room. Okay. Would you say that that's, that's- kind of like a, a- maybe a, a jail thing you know you yes, pick a fight it's a with street, the biggest it's a street guy thing. it's a street thing and and you could i guess some you could say jail thing but it's more it's it's, it's yeah rooted that's a street thing i was that's where i come from is the streets i was raised like that and yes like that in jail too but um and i don't just it's not just in a physical sense either it's it's also in an intellectual emotional and mental sense also okay but yeah from my upbringing that's good Good to know. And I'm not and even trying to say that guy's like a big dog. Okay. We know he's not, but he's uh he's number one as far as influence right now, unfortunately. And it's not the re here's why I don't Long Island here's the problem. Long Island audit, the other frauders, their audience, the other frauders don't have any power or influence, and neither does Long Island Audit, but I'm just for for lack of a better term. So they don't have that. They're never going to have that. Their audience is an audience that has, they're already committed to a certain ideology and they're just looking for reinforcements. Long Island Audit is out there tricking mean. He's, he's uh, introducing himself and his ideologies to individuals who've never even heard of auditing. 
the mainstream people who don't know even what this is. And he's convincing people on a mainstream level that what he's doing is some type of activism. No other, the other frauders aren't doing that. And any other channel like his, like, and I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, uh, what do they call it? Expose. Uh, uh, well, listen, I, I have plans for other auditors too, who are up there with LIA. Okay. Trust me, all the, any big name that you can think of, they're already on my radar. All right. Good to know. Uh, welcome to Original Criminals Investigator 77. I also have a super chat from him, which I'll read in a little bit. We're just going to read some more questions real quick. Uh, Andrew M. Mark, why do frauditors treat public employees like slaves? They're always emphasizing that they are servants. Again, public servant, tyrant, slaves they're pulling from the generic frauder script. These is, this is not phraseology and terminology that even these auditors have come up with themselves. Okay. This is scripted that it's been just uh, recycled and regurgitated as dogma. That's why they say it. They don't even know why they say it. They don't even believe what they're saying. And if you were to ask them this question, you just ask me, they don't wouldn't know if they even hated individuals. So when they say those things, I don't even think they understand the the vitriolic, how vitriolic what they're saying is. I think that they just see it as part of a script, if that makes any sense. I don't think that, I just, I don't think they actually mean it, you know, but when they say those things, I think it's disgusting. And it's just as disturbing as if a person said those things with or without an intention. I don't, yeah. I don't you don't you shouldn't be going you shouldn't if you're an auditor you shouldn't be saying anything i thought you were there to film i thought it was freedom of the press i didn't know press gave away the story i thought they got the story or were part of the story <laughs> or exactly why Why don't you just go in there and shut up yeah. if you're an auditor uh mrs shortener actually uh made a comment hey everyone thank you mr stout for saying what you said and uh, uh thank you thank you so much for that Thank you. I respect you a lot. Thank you. We love you, Nicole, and we're glad that yeah. you're here, and we're glad that Mark was able to do this for you. Um, Jerry, and I've C got your back. I've got your back any day of the week, any day of the week, any any. I got your all y'all's back anytime. Um, I'm gonna pick this one up here real quick. Uh, Jerry CBD expert asks. Uh, Mark, would you consider going on a ride along with the police to try and understand some things from their side? Um, you know, I, I, I believe that I do understand, uh, things from their side. I, 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 I know that I don't create that appearance, but, uh, I don't think that I don't need a ride along. Um, I know, uh, that what the police do. Okay. I readily admit that I depend like everyone else on, I, I depend on the police for my safety. I depend on the institution of law enforcement for the communities. The whole community does. We depend on law enforcement for our safety and protection. So I'm not disillusioned or I'm not, even when I cop watch, you know, I might've created an appearance, but I do uh, admire and respect and understand what the police do for us. Okay. Now I might not agree with the war on drugs. Okay. Uh, and I and in my mind, that might take away from the police, but. It doesn't 
uh, it doesn't take away from the reality. It might take away from uh, what I think about the police, but it doesn't take away from the reality of who the police are and what they do. So make no mistake about it. I don't need a ride along to know uh, that I need the police in my community. Okay. Um, and, and but I folks, would go on one. Hell yeah, I'd go on one. Of course I would. Okay. Um, Sarah Marie asks, did the fact that these other auditors are sex offenders, wife beaters, etc., did that add into your decision to leave that world behind? Yes. It, and, and you know, the, the, here's where I hate myself. I should have left. I didn't leave when I first found out. I stuck around. I should have left when I very first started figuring this stuff out. So, yeah, it was it was one of the biggest reasons why. There's no character over there. Those people have no character and they don't do it uh, for anybody else. They victimize people. Why would they do it for someone else? They, they do it all for themselves. Okay. Uh, Raven Darkstar asks, uh, how do you feel about YouTube banning big channels for no reason and yet people like Glenn Serio don't get touched? Uh, in my opinion, Glenn Serio's what does he have? He's down in the dumps. What? Is, what? He doesn't have anything. I, he can, doesn't have, I can kind of answer that. Um, he doesn't have a following or a channel or anything. I mean, he's he he still has his channel, but he doesn't really have a lot going for him, especially during his most recent arrest. You know, we all heard it. Luna, Super Chat Me 200. Come on, What's his Luna. channel name? Uh, what is it? Auditing the USA. Auditing the USA. Um, wow. And, and one of the big problems with a lot of these channels is when we when we go and we report their content, the one thing that we miss mm -hmm. is the YouTube phrasing. OK, mm -hmm. so I, I encourage everyone to take a look at the YouTube terms of service and look at what it says. If you take that information that they have in there that states this is a breach of terms of service and you paste that into your report, YouTube's bots will pick it up for review because the words exist in a way that YouTube is expecting it oh, to put our emotion into it and say, this, yep. this guy's being dumb and he's treating police like crap is one thing, but to put it in there and say, this guy is harassing protected communities. He's he's doing this in the in the same language that YouTube uses. Like you said, keep it deadpan. Exactly. You yeah, have to you have to point. use yeah. their terms to make it work. Yeah. So that's that's what I think a lot of us need to be more educated on is how YouTube functions for the reporting system. How can we do that activism in a way that's going to get it noticed? Um uh, just a few, a uh, few other things That's here. Because YouTube works very hard against all of us to make sure that their platform remains, yep, untouchable. Yep. Uh, Keith Hutchins says, uh, "Tell Mark I'm proud of him." Cat Girl says, uh, "Thank you, Mark, for condemning the Pedros like Earl. As someone who was severely abused, uh, that means a lot to me." Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. A uh, few other things. Uh, hey, the adults are talking for five dollars. If he says he is, that would be amazing. Um, I think that deals with your prior statements. Um, I, I, I apologize if I missed the tie in for that, but thank you for the support. Um, Stephen Alley, uh, says I'd rather see you after TSS or 14th. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect. Um, let's see here. What's that mean? 
uh, we had Tyrant Slayer Studios oh. on, and then you know Fourteenth <laughs> Stop or Fourteenth Amendment Shop or whatever that guy's kind of. I remember jerk. the yeah. Um, let's see. Tyrant Slayer, that guy. I, whoa, man, he's way, way out there, man. Yeah, he is. Um, he's he's ridiculous. Uh, Investigator seventy seven for ten dollars Canadian. I knew or was fairly certain that Schrodinger had an impact on you, Mark. I think you admired him in your own way and chose to emulate him in doing something positive with your life. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Investigator seventy seven. Um, so just to go through, we only have a few more questions left, folks. I know that our show tends to not run this long, but um, I'm just going to go through the ones that we've got for right now. Um, and starting with this one, Gina S asks. So practicing law at $2,500 a pop with no law license on less intelligent people is okay. I got to tell you, Mark, she beat me to it. I did not write that one down, but that's, that's the fine. truth. That's you were fine. Listen. already covered that. And I want to know, you know, how, how do you, ju- how do you jive or justify that? Well, let me tell you something. I don't take just any case. Okay. I turned down 90, 90, 95%. I, I don't do order frauder cases. You have to have a compelling First Amendment. It, uh, you know, maybe we can do this on another episode, and I can tell you about more of that. You understand? So I'd be happy to discuss that with you. I yeah, think that that would I, be a good I, show in itself. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't do fraud or cases if that's what you guys were thinking. So the cases I do, <laughs> and I've got wins. So I think a complain lot of to it, the judge. Complain to the judge. All I did was present the argument. I think a lot of it is the perception that what you're doing is that you're practicing law without a degree. And so no, no, no. What... I just help. Listen, I, I've never told anybody that I was a lawyer or that I'm giving them legal advice. I always say it's my personal opinion. Um, you know, there is no doubt that I am not pra- that I am pra- that I am not practicing law. Trust me, I'm here to I'm helping people. That's it. I'm not advising anybody. And you have to understand the people that reach out to me and I. You guys aren't my audience, mainstream, okay? So the only people that I'm expecting to do business with are individuals who I know have the same mindset. I don't have to worry about that practice. That's not even an element in the conversation. We're past that. This person is calling me because they want to file a lawsuit, so. Okay. Um, Tones Overthink it, Overthinks It asks, uh, when Floyd gets arrested, he goes apeshit about his phone being taken away. All auditors appear to. What is this attachment? Teenage girls are less emotional about their phones. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have like six phones tied up from last year that I've, I've totally forgotten about and all kinds of different evidence lockups. I don't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't know fair. why they... No, you know, I'm going to tell you why. And Long Island Audit made me realize why they cared about their phones. Because they go get these $1,500 phones to look cool. Like, that's what Long, he, Long Island Audit's phone, he's got the new Fold, you know, the, the Fold screen. The Galaxy the Fold, yeah. Yeah, Z5, all that, whatever. So these auditors go get these expensive phones and then they, uh, and, and they're really, they get their gimbals taken too. So mm. they complain about that. And, um, okay. Yeah. That, that's why, cause they're Apple lovers, you know, and they, they're in love, more in love with their Apple phone than they are with their freedom. <laughs> it, it sounds to me more like they're, it's a, a, an act that the phone contains some level of content and now the police are going to oh, use that against them. Maybe it'll, they'll delete point, it, bro. you know, cause you I've heard, I've heard Floyd say that, uh, you hit the nail on that dude. That's exactly what it, Oh, you know what? Now that you say that kick, I actually can tell you that it's true because I've done cases for people where that's been the case. They were like, Oh my God, there's so much stuff on my phone, blah, blah, blah. I might have to worry. So you're right. That is a thing. 
I mean, and I it, never, it fits I never the thought narrative. about it to make the connection. Yeah, but I never just took notice of the fact that they complained about their phones before. So that's that was brought to my attention. Um, let's see. Uh, that was Tones. Sarah Marie asks, uh, are you formally educating yourself in law with the view to becoming a defense lawyer? So is that something that you're looking for in the future to maybe start practicing at one point? Maybe go to go to school and get that degree? Hey, I'd love to. I'd love to. But I'll tell you what, I'm not going to let me not having it stop me. I'm going to keep moving until I can get it. And, you know, I do want it. I, and, and I've been looking into how I can get it in my, you know, in my situation. And so far it seems to be that, you know, Cali I'm in Virginia, but it, California seems to be the easiest place I can get a law degree because, and I'm not looking for the easiest, trust me. I have the, I can pass the bar exam. I've, I've already passed a practice bar exams in many States online years ago. I, I can, I know what those questions mean and I know how to answer them. I, they're, they are hard, but I can pass the bar. I know I can. So I just need some uh, a place that is conducive to because I'm a felon. So I need some place that's conducive to that. California, I can I can if you work in a law firm for three years from this is from my understanding, um, you know, very just general brief understanding that you can work for a law firm for three years and then that you could pass. You could take the bar without going to law school. I don't there... know if that. There are a few states. I want to say there's about three states that will allow you to apprentice under an attorney and you can skip the law school traditional approach. Um, but when you look at that and you consider, you know, a level of legitimacy with your name, um, especially as somebody who would want to practice law, I would I personally would avoid something like that. Um, that's just my, that's my take on it. And, you know, that's, that's something that you may want to take into account because a lot of the people who sell that are the people who don't understand law. That's the other thing. Mm, uh, one of the biggest ones out there who point. sells on that idea, uh, is, is one of the people that just doesn't understand law. He pretends he's a lawyer, but how, how many cases do you really think he gets? You know, Zero. Yeah. uh, and if he does get them. Who's who's giving him those cases or are they his own cases where he's drumming up some bullshit? Um, yeah. So just some things to consider. Um, I, I will duly noted for sure. Yep. Um, Road Pirate Films asks, I noticed he still has his auditing videos on his legalized drugs channel. I know that we approached oh, it's all that coming down. It's, okay. it's a matter of time. It's just right now I'm so focused on making videos for my new channel. I haven't even thought about the other one. Okay. It's all coming down. Trust me. Okay. Um, I know we kind of addressed this one. Uh, Anthony Vasquez asked, can you ask him about frauditors misunderstanding about poster seven? We did kind of touch on that. That's one of the areas that you're looking to, to help, uh, let's do an episode. Demystify. On that. Yeah. I've actually been write planning on down, covering and put his name down. We're going to answer his, let's do a whole thing about that because we have to. And, okay. and, and, and trust me, I'm going to break it all down. And I'm telling you the frauditors do not have the leverage. The poster seven is not on their side. I, and I'm going to show you how and why. Just bear with me. Let's do an episode about it. Okay, uh, Taco. Make sure to note that down. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll talk more a about lot it. To say I, I would this. love to answer it right now, but we've yeah. already been up here for two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, well, only one and a half, but it feels two oh, and, and a half. half. This has yeah. been. I mean, it's been a great it's conversation been a great time, so far. Man. Absolutely. Um, RPF also asks: Is Mark going to go back to auditing if all his cases get dismissed? Uh, did he say he had twelve active cases? I'm not going ever going back to that ever. Now, let me tell you this: If I'm riding around 
if I ever, which I'm a great driver. I have no, dude, I'm a great safe driver. I don't have traffic tickets and stuff. But if I ever were to get stopped or something, you think I'm not going to pull my phone out? Yeah, I'm pulling my phone out. Mm. So if you want to call that frauding or whatever, fine. You know, I would think it akin to having a, a dash cam. You yeah, know, at exactly. that point, that's, um, that's all I'm saying. And yeah. it's the purpose. It's the purpose that comes afterwards. You know, um, right. it's not wife, there for me to act like a dick and all that. I would I was still complying everything, but I would just have, I want the camera up. Right. My wife got into a car accident and she had her dash cam up and we posted it on YouTube, but hidden. So that way our insurance company could see it. And it wasn't oh, for us to make money off of. It was it was there to have it in the event that they needed to look into it. So, you know, it's removing the commerce out of it uh, because that's what a lot of these auditors and cop watchers do is they exactly. want to monetize these type of things. That's right. That's why they create the encounter. They don't, it doesn't, artif they artificially create it. It doesn't evolve. Exactly. Um, another question on some other auditors. I know you kind of answered this one. Uh, thoughts on Tyrant Slayer Studios and Glenn Serio? Look, dudes like Glenn Serio, they, they're kind of, they, again, they're unmentionable. I mean, they're so racist and child molesters, especially so open and, and, and admitted. They have no place in my in my mind. And uh, But when it comes to, what was the other one? Tyrant Slayer Studio. Tyrant Slayer, yeah. He's, they're so brainwashed, okay? And... um. I don't know why it's, he has there's something very specific with him that he has against a specific kind of person. And I don't even think it's just law enforcement. There's something deeply rooted. He has emotional trauma, which we all do. Okay. But I'm not, so I'm not trying to like sensationalize or politicize it, you know, but he has un unaddressed deeply rooted emotional issues from childhood trauma that he needs to address and he's trying to find a way to express that or exercise it or something and he's found it in auditing mm -hmm. and tyrant slayer seems to me to be like one of those guys that you're never gonna break through to i don't think so either um just a couple of quick things here before we get to the last questions. Um, blanket oops, fort. it he jumped said, on me. The blanket fort. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Mrs. Schrodinger's cat says, uh, thank you, kick and taco. And thank you again to Mark for the nice words about Schrodinger. I hope it was sincere and good luck with your future. Um, so very, very kind from her and kind from you as well. Um, go ahead. No, I, okay. that was it. Um, Deacon fatal for the last question here for the night, a question for Mark. Did he study sovereign citizens before he started trying cop watching or auditing? No. Uh, let me tell you something. Or law. Uh, I've been dealing when I went to prison, uh, when I was 20 years old, I did six years in prison. That was my first time meeting sovereign. Listen, you think they're bad out here? Try having to sleep next to three of them all day every day for five years until you get moved to another compound try that all they it's it's the worst part of being in prison is sleeping next to people that is the ignorance it's not even the losing your freedom can't contact your family can't eat what you want it's not even that it's being around 
people like sovereign citizens all day, day in and day out. The worst part is the level of ignorance. So I was already fully and uh, and fully uh, familiar and and uh, with sovereign citizens and what their ideology was. Remember, uh, I was studying law at that point, and I and I quickly learned that uh, what they were interested in was not law. Um, so I kept myself, I kept, I kept my distance and, um, you know, of course I associate with everybody it's prison. You have to, but you know, I never exchanged ideology with those folks. So when I came out, I, I already knew I was already six years experience with soft sits. Okay. I didn't know that they were as big as they were. They were on YouTube and all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, I saw it and, um, I didn't give them any thought at all. Never. Mm-hmm. Well, just uh, the last bit of um, last bit of housekeeping here. Pam Phelan, four ninety nine. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I missed most of all of this. Was stuck on the freeway for the past three and a half hours. I love you, Kick, and we'll rewatch this for sure. Thank you so much, Pam. Uh, Chibi Peach for five dollars. Everyone can change. Props to you for doing a good, healthier direction. Good on you. Thank you, Chibi. And Theatama, uh, member for two months. Uh, not a question, but can you tell him from me that he seems happier and it's nice to see him smile and laugh. I've been following his channel since Familia featured such a great change. Um, so with that, I think that's um, that's everything that I've got documented. Uh, Taco, did we want to go ahead and finish up with the uh, five pack here? I believe so. Okay. And before we do, Mark, is there anything that you'd like to ask us? I think I've got it all out. Uh, God bless you, Mrs. Schrodinger. And uh, from one man to another, let me do this at the very least. I've done this for only one other person, or at least a few other people. Um, Let me just do something here real quick. This is me. What's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Thank Uh, you. Thank you, you, man. Yo, I, yo, he's got the KFC. I got, I got the fezzes on my head. Yes. Cool as hell, man. (laughs) Hell Um, yeah. But I had to, uh, I had to at least give Thank you, you show you my face introduction kick. I appreciate it. No worries, brother. Um, taco, if you want to go ahead, brother. All right. Would you rather have a pause or a rewind, rewind button in your life? Definitely a pause button. Pause button. Wow. The, I'd go rewind. The, the mistakes that I've made in my past help define who I am today. So yep. I'd rather pause before I make a new mistake. Yep. That's kind of how I feel, you know? Yep. Take the time to be in the moment. Take the time to appreciate, uh, you know, what it takes to be in the moment and to be conscious of the moment and how much, you know, the moment has, has to offer you is in, in terms of teaching and things like that. See, so to, I pause just... that, to be able to put a pause on that would be mind blowing to me. See, I'm thinking you just had a good moment. Rewind so you can have it again. Oh, that's a good, you know, that's a good one. That's a, hey, that's a different, that's way a great one. At. That's a different, yeah, different perspective. Yeah, I agree. Would you rather find a rat in the kitchen or a roach in bed? <laughs> Definitely a rat in the kitchen. A roach in the bed. I've slept with, I mean, hey, look, either one is, yeah, listen, I have no problem with roaches. They can crawl on me and everything. I, I don't even, sometimes I knock them off. Some, I mean, in my former days when I was from, the, you know, growing up in the streets, whatever, but um, I don't have a problem with, with either one, to be honest. Roaches in the bed or rats in the kitchen. 
I think I think the roach in the bed would be easier to clean up. At least all I gotta do is a load of sheets. Like the rat in the kitchen, I gotta go and figure out what they ate. Yeah, I, I don't mind them. They can crawl on me. I, I grew up with them crawling on me, so. Man, I'm going for roach because I can feed it to Yoshi. <laughs> there you go. Hey, they say that um, yeah, protein. They say they're high sources of protein. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I've gotten roaches for Yoshi. So. Yeah, he's got a he's got a cute little uh, lizard over there, uh, uh, bearded dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I've def I know a lot of people. I've seen bearded dragons before. Yeah. Would you rather never be able to go out in the morning, or never be able to go out at night? Never been able to go out at night. At night, I stay home all night. I like the quiet. And I'm both. I, I'll shift like sometimes. You know, look, I can, I have moments where I appreciate the mornings and waking up in the morning. But to answer that question, definitely night. I'd rather not be able to go out at night. I'm a day person. Yeah, I'm definitely nocturnal. <laughs> it's hardwired into me at this point, I think. But guess what? I'm very efficient. I'm very effective. I use my time just as um, wisely as anybody would during the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I wake up at like 5.30, 6 o'clock each morning. Yeah. So. When I have stuff to do, because uh, my schedule is packed, I'm, like if I have to get up or go do things, I have no, I, I like, make no mistake about it, I like getting up in the morning. I, I do, do that I every day, up. no matter what. Yeah, I don't have a problem getting up. All right, number four. Would you rather represent Long Island Audits or <laughs> Omaha? In, in Omaha, definitely <laughs> Omaha, because at least he's on a freaking sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> at I, yeah. least you're not in a limited public forum at least we can start there i could i could i could probably represent omaha he's he's vocal but he knows when to shut up he does exactly uh, that's and, the other big difference and his his words and the things that he says while he's out there they add a certain level of plausible deniability exactly. for a defense attorney. And there's the word, the plausible deniability. And that's what he's doing. That's his act is to invoke that and to inject that. Yeah, exactly. And long on, he doesn't know when to, he does this to hear himself talk. Yep. So there's, there's the uh, difference. All right. Here comes number five. Would you rather legalize drugs or sign with a record label? Legalize drugs. Cause that can help everybody. Not just me. Huh? I've kind of always wanted to be a singer. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I would love to. Hey, me too. And and uh, couldn't your you know, music help everyone? No, not really. That would help me more than anybody else. <laughs> it might entertain some people. Uh, I was gonna say, if you signed with a record label, well, they only gave you a ten thousand uh, dollar bonus. And they never put out your record. Yeah, oh, that's shit. true. <laughs> oh yeah, what do they call that? They like black shelf you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get blackballed. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> and, <it'd> be... <laughs> and then I find out that it was a kick and taco, uh, kick and taco music corporation. There you go. That bought, yeah, that bought up all my all my licenses and all my music. Headed up, headed up by Casper the mediocre. It. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um. Well. I think that covers all the questions for tonight, folks. We are not here to sell you any idea about anyone, okay? What we did was we brought on somebody that we saw something different, and we asked the tough questions. It's up to you to make a decision on how you feel 
about what you've heard, how you feel about what you see and what you're going to see in the future. And that's entirely up to you. Okay. I'm not going to tell you one way or another to follow this guy, subscribe to him. Yeah. I put his link in the chat, but you know what? That was for the purpose of he was so nice to us to be here that I'm going to put his information there. Um, and, and I want you all to make as an informed decision as you can. Uh, you know, the old phrase, hope in one hand, shit in the other and see which one fills up first. But the reality is, is that time is going to tell. And that's the bitch about time is that time takes time. So take a moment, separate the person from the actions. And, and this isn't just for Mark, but for everybody that we encounter. Because underneath all of that stuff, underneath all of that armor, that defense that they put up is still a person. And maybe just maybe we can crack through it and get to them and we can relate to them on some level. So with that, uh, Mark, Again, thank you for coming here. Taco, you are the best co-host I could ever ask for. Thank you. Uh, um, just to finish it out before you yep. close it out on me. Uh, we Instead of uh, the Taco and Kick Masters of Debate next week, we may have another episode of On the Stand. If we do, it will be an amazing guest. Otherwise, we'll go back with Masters of Debate next week, followed by an On the Stand. Yep. Uh, but as per the usual, folks, you know how we end it. I hope you've had a great day. I hope that you are just wonderful people, that you show your love to each other. And of course, I ask you, as always, to be good to each other. Good evening.